Hi everyone, Jack here. Uh, before the episode starts, I just want to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Um, thank you to Theo Hendry, Jace Pastris, Mordecai Sennett, Ollie Science, Juno, Olive Aodwolf, Crow, Jan Aloni, Dylan Beauchamp, Prozac Haven, Aaron Sabo, Jupiter McIntyre, Connor Fox, Emery Silvers, Saffron, and Adrian Frisbee. Your support means a lot to us. And now on with the episode. few days of silence around here. Jules and Vic have stopped bickering as much, which is nice, but they've instead been ganking up on me, which is less than ideal. <sighs> I think their more recent batches of experiments have made them exhausted but irritable. I would be worried, but I haven't noticed any new scars on them, so maybe it's fine. They're fine. Just a pair of friends. Hey, Hugo. Have you seen my... Why do you have my recorder? I just wanted to tell my thoughts to someone, and... Well, you weren't here. Where are you off to so early? Another experiment? Just daily checkups. Uh, Huxley wants to, meet, wants to make sure there aren't any latent side effects from the last shot he gave me. Shouldn't take me too long, but I might head over to the canteen for a snack... Would you want to come with? Ugh. I have no idea how your palate's going to put up with such slop. Well, the red ration bars are pretty good. Red isn't a taste. It's a color. And you know there's no real nutritional value in them, right? Well, there's a reason why they gave us vitamins. You do take the vitamins, right? Or is this some fancy, high-class substitute you somehow get smuggled in here? A magician never reveals their secrets. You're not a... Ugh. Hey! Do you mind keeping it down? I'm trying to nap. At this time? It's 2 p.m. Some of us don't have clocks in ourselves. Ergo, time is irrelevant. I'll take the breaks I can get from your rambling. Hurtful. Right. Well, I've got the recorder now, so I'm off. See you later. Every day it's like this. Every day, I swear to God. Dear diary, I'm going to skin this guy alive. Hey! Shut that damn thing off! Oh, Jules. What a pleasant surprise. Would you like to play a card game? No. Poker? I don't want... How about chess? Oh, please. I haven't had a decent challenge in such a long time, and no one here wants to play with me. If I play a game with you, will you shut that thing off and stay quiet? If you play me and win, 
I'll get myself moved to a different cell area altogether. You... you can't do that, can you? I don't know, Jules. Look around my cell. Surely my connections have some limits in this place. Or does it? Uh... I'll set up the pieces. I don't care what Hugo says about this. The red ration bar is you really good. Cheated. How rude. <laughs> Just because you clearly don't know the rules of chess doesn't mean I cheated. What's going on in here? Mmm, yep. Hugo, this is why no one wants to play with you. It's because they cheated! Did not. And by the way, the agreement still stands. You have to be my best friend and hang out with me on Tuesdays. What? How is that fair? You Stop cheated! Stop arguing. <sighs> Jules, get up. I'll play Hugo. I know all his tricks. Hugo, if I make at least nine moves, your deal with Jules is off, and you have to be nicer to her. I am nice to her. Fine. You just have to stop harassing her. Why don't you just play to win? Shh, 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 don't talk. I need to concentrate. So, how was the checkup, Vic? Fine. What, so he gets to talk? Oh, Vic is very used to me talking while we play. It's gotten to the point where he can just use one-word answers or vague, affirmative grunts to my questions or anecdotes. He thinks I don't notice when his brain goes on autopilot. Right, Vic? Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of... insulting. On the contrary, I find it quite fascinating. Sometimes, it's just nice to have someone listen. But he's not listening. Jules, why don't you provide some fun commentary to this game? No. Party pooper. Hmm. I haven't been keeping track. How many moves have I made so far, Vic? Six. Why didn't you just lie to him? Told you. His brain is on autopilot. The only thing he says are yes, no, and the number of moves made. It's the only thing he can keep track of. I have to say... I'm quite impressed, Vic. This may have been the fastest we've gotten through a nine-move game. Sadly, I think I'm just about to win this. Oh, get bent, you pompous prick. Crap. Crap? <laughs> Sorry, Jules. Looks like Tuesdays are going to be our official bonding day. <laughs> now, why would you flip over the board? I was just about to win. What? No, you weren't. You were just over here saying crap like you were about to lose. I just wanted them to think that. Haven't you ever heard of reverse psychology? <sighs> I'll pick up the pieces. Uh, Vic, looks like your recorder got tossed with it. Warren Kane recording a solitary walkthrough of cell corridors 3D and 4E. Many of the cells are empty, which isn't surprising since the facility provides plenty of activities for the prisoners throughout the day. Though, I suspect most of those activities are just their scheduled experiments. Speaking of experiments, earlier Victor seemed to be less than enthused about his participation. He keeps exaggerating the level of discomfort he's experiencing. In a monotone voice, which <laughs> is pretty funny. Or they answer Huxley sarcastically. I can tell Huxley isn't enjoying this either, but it would be so much better if they just got along. Jules, on the other hand, is quiet. Too quiet. 
and she doesn't strike me as the type of person who remains quiet. She's always trying to escape, even if it doesn't get her very far. So this quietness, very suspicious. Almost like she's hiding something, though I can't imagine what. Her files mention her escaping that orphanage and living in the autonomous zone for a while, but if she were hiding something, uh, I don't think it'd be anything like that. Those two are a very interesting pair for any experiment. Both are very irritable, even though they chose this route, and they bicker constantly, and they don't even trust each other. Maybe their personalities used to clash. That can't be helped. Not that Huxley's even trying to help. He's just deadpan and serious all the time. Hmm. I guess I'll just have to step up and step in. Help them get along. What is that? I don't want to go to bed. What is going on here? Jules stole one of my chess pieces. Jules, is this true? No! She's lying. Guards, could you give us a moment? Jules, I know you're a smart person. So obviously you know that stealing, especially in this facility, is considered a huge no-no. And since this is one of Hugo's chess pieces, other guards may see it as a sign that you may... Hmm, how to put this nicely. Whittle it into a shiv for a weapon? That piece was made from my favorite mahogany childhood tree. Don't you dare whittle it into something so pathetic. And having a weapon of any sort will absolutely warrant a week in solitary confinement. And I've walked through solitary. Trust me, Jules. It is not a place where you want to be alone with your thoughts. I won't be able to help you there. So if anyone finds that chess piece on you, whittled or not... That's where you'll end up. But if you return the piece to Hugo, I'll pretend that none of this ever happened. Thank you. Now, as much as I would love to stay and play a game of chess, I've still got some rounds to do. I'll see you all later, and please, stay out of trouble. Wait, was he recording? Dear diary, Jules nearly got all of us in trouble. No, I didn't! And that wouldn't have happened if someone weren't cheating. I still cannot believe you would accuse me of such a thing. Just because I've won several championships as a child does not mean I would have used any underhanded tactics. Oh my god, I don't care! Please. It's been a long day and I just want to go to bed. Was the checkup that rough on you? No more than usual. Huxley was being Huxley. An absolute hard-ass who acts polite as if that makes our status as guinea pigs any better? You would think he would know that as someone with a doctorate, but no. It would be hilarious if we just started messing with him. Let's do it. Let's just start messing with him. Make him waste as much time and resources on this experiment as possible. I'm sorry. I think I'm missing something here. Weren't you already doing that? Shut, Shut up, up, Hugo. Uh, hey, boss. Yes, Dr. Kane? Is everything all right? You've been staring at the monitors without saying a word for five minutes now. Tell me what you see. Uh, sure. Um, Jules and Vic are both sitting in separate rooms. 
They got those neuron tracking wires you put on them. And they look vaguely annoyed, but I'm pretty sure that's just what they always look like. Right. Right? That's just it. They're sitting. They aren't yelling or pulling at wires or trying to escape. They're compliant. Isn't that a good thing? It should be. No, it is. Something else on your mind? For the purposes of this experiment, neither of you will be able to hear the other. The screens in front of you will display a series of images. You will have a few moments to process, then you will attempt to guess what the other person's response was to the image. That's it? No electricals? No shocks, if that's what you're asking. There will be a steady electrical current running through the neural wires in an attempt to guide and amplify the connection the prototype is making, as well as the similarities in your own brain patterns. You really are a mad scientist stereotype, you know? You may begin. Here's the first image. That looks like ass. I'm gonna guess Vic is thinking about mm, going to bed. Is that supposed to be a mosquito? Jules is probably thinking about a, a sword. Hmm. According to their brain waves, different areas of their brain light up, which isn't a surprise. They are two different people, after all. Maybe the machines just need to warm up? You may continue. If I tell you that all of Jules' thoughts will be the same, does that cut this experiment in half? A painting of a cherub! How original! Vic is probably thinking a dumbass <laughs> May I remind you to make serious statements and guesses only? Otherwise, this experiment may continue longer than either of you would like. He had a dumbass thought, didn't he? This is stupid. Okay. Serious statements and guesses only. This looks like a bruise or a hole. Jewel might not like it if it's a hole. Miss Cooper? Uh, I, um, <clears throat> sorry, it's a, a cookie. A badly made one. Vic is probably hungry. Did you see that? She started digging her fingers into the chair. Hmm. Continue. Am I allowed to say this looks like a dick? <clears throat> That's definitely a dick. Is this your way of trying to open up to us? This feels more like sexual harassment than an experience. <laughs> Where did you get this inkbot from? Isn't Freud supposed to be a quack? He did have this really, really bad habit of <laughs> like, having sex with all of his sounds like, like It sounds like they're the same vein of thought, doesn't I, it? All he did no, they're just messing around, as usual. Reminder that you're both supposed to be attempting to read the other person's thoughts. Both? Did Jules and I say the same thing? Hmm. I'm not liking your implication there. Are you sure Vic can't hear me? He might be cheating. Christ, they're insufferable. Does this mean I'm psychic now? Can I go into anyone's thoughts? If I tried to think Huxley thoughts, would that make me a scientist? I'm the doctor scientist guy, and I talk like a caryothosaurus in my back pocket. Everyone should listen to me and let me poke holes in their body. I'm probably divorced, which is why I can't stand to be around other people for so long. Guys, Huxley just, uh, walked out. Wait, what? Does that mean the experiment is over? Did that cross the line? Yes. I mean, no. Wait, no to Jules' question and yes to Vic, I think. Uh, just hang tight. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go check up on him.
Well, I really showed him. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can't hear me. Oh, shit. Uh, I, I didn't really mean to piss you off, Huxley. Sorry. I know you're not here right now, and I'm just... I'm currently just talking to a tape recorder, but I guess it's the thought that counts. Actually, I'm only really sorry about the divorce part, mostly because it's the only part I can't verify. Even though you haven't poked that many holes in my body, yet you have stuck weird things to my head and also locked me in a room and forced me to talk to people for three hours before, though. So, I think that's approximately equivalent. I'm sure even if you have been divorced, it was it was totally amicable and, and, and not weird at all. Maybe you still uh, rat sometimes. Actually, no, forget I said that. This is making it worse. Just uh, just skip over all of that. I, I'll, I'll just try. This, this one time, not because I like you or because I feel like you deserve it, but because I just, I, I want it to be done. I'm tired. Jules is too. I don't have to read her mind to know that. Maybe you are too. I, I don't know. What I'm saying is, I'm going to do exactly what you asked today. Just this one time. So we can be done. Alright. And we're back. Sorry about that, folks. Boss, you had something you wanted to say to the group? <clears throat> um, I, I apologize for my outburst. That was entirely unprofessional of me as the proctor of this experiment. There. See? Everything is right as rain. Thank you, Dr. Kane. Now, may we carry on with the experiment? Uh, sorry, yeah. Uh... You guys ready to start again? Don't really have a choice. I'll take that as a yes. <sighs> That's enough. Please stand by for the next image. The Last Supper. Doesn't seem very relatable. I tried to select a variety of images in order to garner a wide range of emotional reactions. I guess that makes sense. Would you please share your thoughts on the current image? Once again, may I remind you that I am asking you to respond to every image with your personal thoughts and then your guess about what the other person is thinking. <clears throat> uh, I know you're going to think this sounds like bullshit, but uh, it, it feels familiar to, to Jules. Miss Coker, please go on, Miss Algernon. It's like... It's like I can hear people talking in my head, but not like when you're thinking and it's your own voice. It, it's like I can hear, it's like all these people are talking over me and I can't, I can't hear myself think. Hey, please stay focused. Right, sorry. They, uh, it, it sounds too far away for me to really understand what you're talking about. It's like they're making something, they're, they're making something at the same time, like, like food or something. And how can you tell? Because it sounds like a bunch of dishes are being moved around and... What's wrong? That smell. It's like... It's like meat on a grill, but if someone was trying to cook inside with the windows closed. Is the tape still recording? Yeah. Uh, yes, we're getting all of this. Good. And there's scans? 
machine's still working. Barely. I have no idea how. According to this point in the original report, the machine had already broken down by now. It's a miracle we even got it working again. Well, make sure it keeps working. We need this data. I'm doing my best. But even if this machine doesn't fall apart, I'm not sure you're going to get anything else. Vic's not looking so hot. Victor, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear them talking now. And what are they talking about? They're asking me about someone named Iris. Miss Cover, does the name Iris mean anything to you? No, no it doesn't. And even if it did, it wouldn't be your business, alright? I am simply asking you a question as part of the procedure of this experiment. And I am simply not answering because you aren't entitled to my information just because you dragged me in here and hooked me up to some wires. sounds and, and everything. That concludes today's round of testing. I I see no point in continuing our work today, as Miss Cobra has decided to break a connection to our electricals due to what seems to be urgent distress. Dr. Kane, please release them from their respective testing room and see to it that they return to their living quarters. Right. Uh, can do, boss. Don't bother. I can walk myself back. Hang on. Let her. I'll let the guards know. Uh... All right, if you're sure. You can take those off now. We're done for the day. I know. I I need a minute. Good? It's just too much going on at once. All right. We can take a minute. Can you turn that thing off? Yeah. Hold on. Vic. What? Just come over here. Is Kane gone? Yeah. He let me walk the rest of the way here. He called for a guard to unlock the cell door, so... How much time till the guards get here? About two minutes. Good. What the hell?! Ow. I, I want to know what the hell that was about. What the hell what was about? Don't act stupid right now. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That in there. What did you do? How did you know that? I, I, I don't know. <coughs> I don't know how I did it. I was just telling honestly the truth. The truth about what? I don't know. What was going on in my head? It's really hard for me to think of my face is being... Why my face is being pressed up against a bunch of metal bars? <sighs> Whatever that was, don't do it again. You understand me? I don't know if I can help it. Well, you better, because what's in my head is not your business. Was it accurate? Was what accurate? The memory. It was... I I don't know, a dinner party or something? It seemed nice. Someone named Iris was there, and you cared about them. Even if it was, it's still not your business. I don't care what Huxley says he wants you to do. I know where we are. I know what I signed up for. But when it involves my memories, the people in my life, those are mine. That's where I draw the line. Got it? Got it. Good. Glad we had this conversation. Not really much of a conversation. That was sarcasm. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Isn't she just an open book today? I'm not really in the mood today, Hugo. <sighs> I understand. Though, I'm sure it's nothing a bit of good conversation can't fix. I think I need to lie down. Judging from your spectacular mood, I'm gonna guess that testing went well today. For Huxley, maybe. You know when you're in a crowded room and everyone's talking at once? Of course. It... Whatever happened today felt like that. Whatever happened? Fascinating. Please, enlighten me. That's all I know. Everything was just... loud. And that's... all? That's all. And now we're done. Sorry, Huxley. What I'm saying is, I'm going to do exactly what you asked today. Just this one time, so we can be done. What I'm saying is, I'm going to do exactly what you asked today. Just this one time, so we can be done. Huh. What was that? Nothing to be concerned about, Dr. Kane. Were those scans salvageable? Well, I'm not exactly experienced in equipment that's this slapdash, but I think I managed to get those scans printed out in decent quality and boss? I think you're going to want to see this. What is it, Kane? I realize I'm not a neurologist, but uh, doesn't it look like their brains are lighting up in the exact same area in this last image? Let me see that. You're right. Excuse me? This is the same area as the brain. And if this is the same area of the brain, that means, most likely, Victor Algernon was experiencing one of the memories of Jules Kober at the same time she was. What does that mean? It means... It means the experiment was a success. We just made mind reading real. Today's episode was written by Stanford Blue and Reese Tirado. It featured Leland Heed as Victor Algernon, Varis Zima as Dr. Huxley, Serena Johnston as Jules Krober, Finn Carter as Warren Kane, and E.G. Taraku as Hugo Highsmith. If you like what we do here and want to follow us on social media, subscribe to our Patreon or make a donation to our fundraiser. We are at BrainRot underscore Presents, that's Presents with no E's on all platforms, and everything will be linked below. Thanks for listening. Delaney. We finished investigating the howling waller beast of Bog Valley. Its venom sacs were paralytic, but it was a wonderful kisser. Diane, Agent Bishop thinks that psychic from Montana who tried to take over my body might have damaged the part of my brain that perceives time. Now I'm not sure if it's lunchtime or Tuesday. Diane, been watching that new show Friends very closely and have determined that I might be a Phoebe. Agent Bishop is definitely a Monica. And Ross is a parasitic blood demon that the gang should exercise immediately for their own safety. 
Uh, who are you talking to? Don't worry about it, Monica. You are aware there's no tape in that recorder, right? No. No, I took it out earlier, like- Why it's... are you touching my things? It was a full tape. You've been doing this all day. What exactly are you doing, anyways? I was just telling Diane about The Weird, an actual play audio drama that you can listen to at jointheweird.com or wherever you get your podcasts. So we're doing a meta thing then. Okay, cool. I see, I see what it is. I'm going to go back to paperwork. Yes, you do that. Such a Monica. Dan, I thought the goat man skull I keep in the office and stuff.